I felt like I was living a life that wasn't Gabriela Martinez, you know, it wasn't fitting me. And then having loss of a loved one, it, it showed me like, Gabby, if you die tomorrow, did you really do what you were supposed to do? Welcome to the first episode of Fullerton's Finest. Today I have broadcast student Gabriela Martinez, who is a current Univision San Diego interim, Titan Weekly host, and former radio host with Titan Radio. Today, Gabby shares her story of how life has brought her back to school after graduating from Cal State Long Beach years ago. Not only is she known for her accomplishments, but for the way she makes those feel around her. This is her story. Thank you so, so much. What an intro, babe. Oh, wow. It's so <laughs> you did your homework. <laughs> Thank you for the loving comments. And I want to congratulate you because you've been thriving, working hard. She went to the Kobe event at the Sable Center, filmed. What else? You've just been going out there and, and catching your dream, babe. And I think that that is super amazingly beautiful to see you thriving. And Gabby Honestly, is super well, pretty well known. I feel like people, <laughs> Gabby makes an entrance when she's in club meetings <laughs> and everything. And I feel like she people have these assumptions about you, okay. like, oh, probably, you know, senior, junior, 20, 21. And how old are you? That's a very good question. Well, let me tell you a little bit about myself. Um, I graduated from Cal State Long Beach with a comm degree, okay? And I was in, I was 17 when I started off. Yeah, I was super young, and I just thought, like, okay, I want, I knew I was going to be a reporter. And um, graduated, like, I just went ham, okay? I basically just studied, 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 graduated at 20, and I was like, uh, what is going on? What do I do now, right? I didn't get involved, and honestly, the system that I was in um, didn't really have, like, a Titan TV um, a Titan TV studio like we do here at Cal State Fullerton. Anywho, years went by, and I was like, okay, what am I going to do with my life? Oh, goodbye. <laughs> I was thinking, what am I going to do with my life, right, after graduation? And I'm not going to lie, I just, I, I hit a wall. And then I thought to myself, what can I do next? Um, I worked to pay my loans. And after a while, I thought to myself, this is it. Like, I was so tired of living a mediocre life. I'm like, no, I was born to be a journalist. I was born to tell stories. I'm coming back. And thank goodness I found this program here at Kelsey Fullerton with Aldia, sponsored by Univision. And I thought, this is it. This is my moment. I need to do this. So fast forward. I'm 29, okay? <laughs> and, um, well, I just love, love telling stories, Nyleen. I really do. And it's my passion. And, yes. What are your favorite stories, are your favorite stories to cover? Okay. Like investigative. Okay, definitely. So I started off uh, last semester just covering stories about Latinos. Okay, my focus is the Hispanic community all the way because I truly feel that um, I was born here and I was raised both in Mexico and here. So I would go back and forth, back and forth. And thank goodness I had the opportunity to see the, la, the Hispanic or the Mexican that lives in Mexico and then the Mexican that lives in the U.S. So both sides. So I have like a really good perspective of, of what stories um, Mexicans love or Hispanics in general and Latinos love. So I love like stories about 
Latinos um, going from immigrant to like success story. Those are like my favorite. But right now what I'm covering a lot is like immigrant stories, um, stories about like, for example, last week, Nyleen, I went to um, Skid Row and I was covering uh, homelessness. And then all of a sudden when I was there, I realized, oh my goodness, the majority of these homeless are immigrants and this is not the American dream. So boom, there goes a story, right? So um, sometimes when you're at a site, you find something that like gold, right? You find a story. And so those are the stories I love, love to tell that are touching that I want you to know like, hey, everyone look like, yes, they made it to America, but is this really the American dream? Look what's happening right now, homelessness. like. So those stories are touching and that have to do with Hispanics is like the love of my life, honestly. Okay. And you're in the border class right now. Tell us about that. Border class. I just and came out. Is, and what is the border class? Okay, perfect. Jesus Ayala is a professor for the border class, and he is educating us on all the border laws from Mexico, U.S. laws. Um, the reason why many people from Central America migrated to the U.S. at a certain time, the wars, the reasons why beautiful amazing i mean because you need to really understand why like why are there such huge masses of people coming over to the u.s like what's going on what's the root and the root is very startling i'm not gonna lie so um so that class teaches you the history of the u.s mexico border and like around and like in march we are actually going to tijuana we're going to uh, the universidad del cetis which is in tijuana and we will be covering a story in Tijuana so I'm excited and at the same time I'm kind of like preparing myself mentally and emotionally because some of the stories that are happening right now like I'm interning at Univision San Diego and the stories at the border are horrific horrific um just yesterday there was a huge uh truck of immigrants and that truck totally they crashed and there were kids like bleeding i mean just so graphic and it there was like i don't know how many people like 20 people on the floor rolling around like they were in pain and i'm just thinking to myself i'm going into this i have to prepare myself so i'm ready i'm very excited and blessed to have this opportunity to show everyone this is what's happening at the border yeah, yeah. that's great yeah i know and have you watched the full ep- um a lot of people don't know this but the border actually won like on a national award at conventions right. and it's getting a lot of recognition an emmy nominated um program class wow that makes me feel that okay this is an amazing class that i'm going to take and also i feel like i have a responsibility to bring it you know that midterm story and that um that final story because the midterm story is the u.s story okay that has to do with uh immigrants so that what i told you about like homelessness here in la in la um or like immigrant lives in la in um, the u.s that's their midterm story but for the final we are to show a story or showcase a story from mexico so i feel the huge responsibility to bring it honestly i mean emmy nominated holy moly i better bring it (laughs) which is beautiful though which means that if I bring it, then we can actually bring in some more um, awards and recognition. Yeah, some more recognition for this program. I think Cal State Fullerton is such an under underdog in the comm community. And like me, this wasn't my dream school. I knew I knew what my dream was, but I didn't know about like this whole studio, this whole recording studio. And it's like, we need more recognition, you know, definitely. Like, I feel like a lot of us, this wasn't our dream school because it doesn't get as much coverage.
What was your dream school, by the way? UC Santa Barbara. UC Santa Barbara. Ooh, a, so party so <laughs> <laughs> a party school, babe. <laughs> I would totally not be, like, where I am right now. Right. Like, that's no, insane. That and happened to me, too. I, I went to Cal State Long hey, I'm going to become a journalist right after. And they didn't have a studio. They didn't have what I wanted. And I was like, I'm not prepared. I graduated and I hit, you know, I hit a wall. Like, uh, Gabby, you're not ready. And look at look at this here. You know, this school is amazing. Titan TV, Titan Radio, Titan Studio. I mean, just everything that we have here is just, it's for us to catch our careers. <laughs> you better catch that. <laughs> so what did Right when you graduated from right. Long Beach, yeah. what did you do? Like, did you Good question. Job? Like, what? Oh, yeah. I was desperate. I was just thinking to myself, what in the hoo-ha am I going to do with my life, honestly? And the first thing I thought, I thought, okay, I want to travel. I'm 20 years old. You were 20 when you graduated yeah. from college? Yeah. I was like, well, I started at 17, right? Remember? Well, because um, I was bumped up a year when I was in elementary school. Oh. Mm-hmm. So then when I graduated high school, I was 17. By the time I graduated college, it was four years, 17, 18, 19, 20. I, I managed. I just went, I went ham. It was 20. I went ham. Okay. It was three years, actually. I don't know. <laughs> Point being that I did a bunch of... I was young. I was young. <laughs> very young. I did a bunch of um, AP classes. So when I went in, they were like, oh, my God, you're already, like, sophomore level because oh, of that. Okay, so that, that helped me so much. Um, anyway, uh, where was I at with this? But you asked me about... What oh, what did I do? What did you do to fill all those years? Okay, I graduated. I started working for Delta Airlines, babe. Delta Airlines. I worked as a service. Uh, what was it? A service agent. No, 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 no. I didn't do. I didn't do that. I was a special <laughs> service. I wish I was, but um, special service agent. And um, so when people would miss their flights, I would rebook and rearrange everything. I did that for two years. Okay. After a while, that I traveled and I whatnot. I was like, okay, I'm. I'm I did a lot of Mexico trips. Mexico Cancun was a place I would go to oh, very often. God. Yeah. What's your favorite place in Mexico? I love Tulum. Tulum is a hipster, hippie, hippie place that I love, love, love. They practice yoga. It's just, you know, peaceful. <laughs> so I did that. I did that. Then after that, um, I worked for a private bank at downtown LA at 7th and Fig. Holy moly. At Ernst & Young with businessmen and people who are like oh my god it's just so cutthroat and wow. i was just like that's the moment where things started to shift for me because i was there for two three years i think or two years and i was just trying to pay my loans babe i was just like come on let's just do this let's finish this but it was there where i realized i don't like money first of all okay i don't like working with money it's i smell right now you know and I'm about like making money and sells, sells, sells. Like I was so bored. Like Gabby, you have to hit this goal of sales. I was like, what am I doing here? Okay. When I was there, I got recruited to work for Ernst Young upstairs. So in that same building, which is a financing building. Okay. So there I am. Okay. That way. So there I am at Ernst Young and I just one day, I'm not going to lie. I think I was there for like a month and I was working on like uh, with architects and engineers and I was every day in front of a, a screen, a computer screen. And I woke up one day, I went to the office and I stared at the screen and I said, I will never ever be working in front of a screen all day for seven to eight hours and that was it i quit then and there 
And I said, this is not for me. I'm out. So I got out. I left to Mexico. I went to Cancun. And I went to a small town called Jalos in Jalisco. And it was there where I, th I was just like, God, please help me. Like, tell me where I'm, I have to be. Because at that point, you're still finding yourself. When you're in your early 20s, you're still trying to find your voice, trying to find, like, who you are. Love life, too, is crazy, you know? <laughs> <laughs> so anyways, point being that I was in Mexico for, like, about three months with my family wow. my hometown and um one day i just thought okay i love spanish and i love kids boom spanish teaching spanish and working with kids yeah right right on i come back i start i start working on a credential babe so i went back to cal state long beach started working on a credential because i thought that that was going to be the path tell me what's this timeline how old are you i was um a couple of years ago actually like two or three years ago so yeah, it was pretty recent, uh, two three years ago. Yeah, and I started at Cal State uh, Long Beach, and I was back, and and I was focused, you know, and I liked it. I started I started the program. I started working as a substitute teacher for um, the or Orange District and the LA District, and I and I liked it. Two years later, I felt and I knew in my heart that this is this that was not the place I was supposed to be. And like I was getting very close to like my my uh, final exams for for like the big CSET, which is like this big test that you have to pass to become a teacher. And something happened to me that was um, life changing in my personal life. I lost someone that I really, really loved. And when I lost that person, I found myself there sitting down studying for something that I wasn't really into and um i think that out of the really difficult situations in life you find yourself so i basically hit rock bottom at that moment i felt like i felt like i was living a life that wasn't gabriella martinez you know it wasn't fitting me and then having loss of a loved one it, it showed me like gabby if you die tomorrow did you really do what you were supposed to do Boom. And then things just shattered, right? Like right in front of me, like everything just went down. I was like, okay, no, I, I can't be a mediocre. I knew I was being a mediocre by half-assing myself, honestly, because I was. I was half-assing myself by being someone, a teacher, something that I didn't really want to do for a living. And then, dun, 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 two months later, after losing that loved one, I went ahead and I just said, you know what? Hey, wait a second. When I was two years old, three years old, four, five years old, I loved being in front of cameras. I knew that I wanted to be a, a, um, a reporter, an anchor. What the hell have I been doing this whole time? And then something just clicked, boom, and um, everything came together. Everything came together. I found the Alia class. Um, I knew that it was sponsored by Univision. I thought to myself, this is my ticket, the golden ticket. I spoke to Beth Georges. She was the first one. Well, let me tell you a little bit about that, too, okay? Because that is... My story gets crazy. So two months after losing someone that I love so much, um, it was so heartbreaking, babe. Um, literally, I did hit rock bottom because I felt like I had lost someone and I had invested so much time and energy into our relationship and then um, after that, I just realized like, I had to go hard on what I wanted to do. So I started to email some of the counselors here at Cal State Fullerton. I told them like at the communication department, in the, in the communication department, sorry. And they, and they were like, no, Gabby, you graduated from Cal State Long Beach already. You already have a degree. You're going to need to go ahead and get your master's. And I was like, 
Oh no, honey, I'm going in somehow. You better take me because I'm going in. Then I, I, I emailed someone else. They're like, oh no, but you graduated. So you need to contemplate these options of the master programs, right? And I was like, uh-uh-uh. And I didn't take no for an answer. So what did I do? I looked online and I looked for some of the professors in the comm department and I and I bumped into um, Beth George's and I thought, okay, I'm gonna she looks so nice, you know, she looks so nice. I'm gonna go ahead and email her. I emailed her. This is a really big comm professor here at Cal State She is one of the um, the, yeah, one of the professors here at Cal State Fullerton. She actually uh, produces the OC News mm-hmm. newscast. So I went ahead and emailed her, and she said, you know what, honey, let me meet you. Tell me your story. And I was like, oh, my God, good, right? That's my foot in the door. I go ahead and meet her, and she just looked at me, and she said, you're a star. You need to be here. I cried. I cried. I cried. I said, oh, my God, is this really – I couldn't believe it. I want to cry right now. <laughs> But I couldn't believe that after going through such hardship that the doors were going to open for me at that moment. So it's your destiny. I cried. And then she's like, you're meant to be here. You're going to you're going to thrive. I know it. And she was the one who opened the door. And then she called Jesus Ayala, which he was at that moment in España teaching a study abroad pro class. And um, she called Jesus and told him, hey, Jesus, I have this uh, amazing girl who is trying to get into your Aldia class. Do you want to talk to her? He spoke to me. He's like, okay, just promise me that you're going to do your homework and you're going to um, commit to the Aldia class. And I said, of course. Boom. I cried my way home, called my mom and told my mom, mom, this is the beginning. And here I am. Oh, my God. Oh, my God. I've, when I met I met Gabby when we were on a tour we were going on our on our way to LA f- to tour the Telemundo stu- studio right. and I'm like I had seen her in passing thought you were like you know a junior senior right. you know that I had never seen you anchored though before uh-huh. when I saw you and then um what did I say I'm like who is this she's so funny she's has like the best she really does light up a room and I'm like, who is this? And you're like, you tell me, no, I graduated. And I'm yeah, like, yeah. wait, hold up. Like, there's so much, what, this whole gap. And I'm so curious. Yes, thank you for asking. There's a story behind everyone, honestly. Yeah. And I think that um, behind everyone who, who is eager and very hungry to get to their goals, they experience something that really changes and transforms their lives completely. about your family what was it like growing up and what were some of the tendencies Um, that what made you know that you wanted to be a reporter years very loving and nurturing super like they kiss hug super super nurturing they make out they make out (laughs) no i mean they, they show love you know they show love and affection at home so we grew up in such a beautiful little bubble of like love and joy i have uh two older sisters and a younger brother and we're very supportive of each other, very. Um, Jenny is the oldest one. She's 35. Cindy, who's 20, 30, and then she's 31. And then I have my little brother, Gabriel, who is 23. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and um, so, yeah, very loving, very nurturing. And my mother, her goal growing up was, was teaching us Spanish. 
and making sure that we grew up speaking Spanish and English. So at home, when I go home, it's Mexico. I'm in like Jalisco in my house. <laughs> yeah, I am. Uh, we all talk Spanish. My mom is all about like talking Spanish and not just any Spanish, but making sure that we talk like intellectual, like, you know, dic Spanish dictionary words. Like she wants us to go ahead and be like fluently bilingual. So I grew up in that environment. Um, my parents, thank goodness, since we were um, really, really little, would take us to Mexico back and forth, back and forth. Um, every summer, winter, and any opportunity, they would take us back and forth. But when I was uh, three years old, four years old, I loved talking to myself. <laughs> I do. Um, I would, I love talking to myself. And then my mom would see me in front of the mirror and I would talk to myself all freaking day. And, um, my mom then gave me a camera. I think it was four. And, uh, that camera was like an old, I don't know what it was, JVC or I'm not sure, an old JVC. And there I was, I'm like, thank you mom for this camera because you just changed my life. If I was, I would close the door of the restroom, the restroom door, and I would sit down on the floor and I would record myself and talk about life at age five. Like today, my mom, you know, told me that at school and I was like, oh my God, <laughs> I did that every single year um i got new cameras my parents would always buy me cameras and every time my mom and dad were cooking i would always go to the kitchen and say en ese momento que están haciendo de comer o sea cuénteme un poquito de que o sea, i loved interviewing so i the thing that i love the most from journalism is interviewing so since like day one i started interviewing my family members and when i would go out I love to interview people. I would be like at the bus stop, like interviewing the grandma, you know, or I would be just anywhere. And so that's where it all started. And then my mom is a big, like, how do I say this? Um, like a confidence booster. She's all about like, you're beautiful. You're amazing. You're a star. So growing up with that, you know, <laughs> it helped so much because since I was a little girl, I was like, I am going to be a reporter. I'm going to be an anchor. And I just knew it, you know? My mom is a huge pageant mom. So she had my sisters and I in pageants, okay? So we grew up in the pageant world. So we were queen divas wow. since little girls. I started at age 15 in the pageant world, in the Spanish, the Hispanic pageant world. And um, I just knew, I'm like, I'm going to represent Miss Jalisco one day. And I told my mom, mom, I'm going to represent Miss Jalisco. I don't know how it's going to happen, but I'm going to do that. And my mom's like, of course you are, honey. You are going to be Miss Jalisco. And I did get to that point at around age 25. I was Nuestra Belleza Jalisco USA. So I was like, yay. So pageant life really helped me find my voice growing up. And allow me to be like, break that barrier of being embarrassed, you know, or shy or whatever. Because many of us are very shy, right? When you come into this like tiny TV, tiny studio, you're just like, oh my God, like first days, like, like what's my voice? How do I talk? What do I do? And I think the pageant will really, really help me to be very like, I'm here. Look at me. <laughs> I'm famous. I'm famous. Yeah, it really did help me. So yeah, pageant world. definitely you. And yeah, yeah, it really did help me. So yeah, dude, that's world. definitely you. And yeah. when you say about interviewing, and it can be just as much as talking to someone next to you. I'm very big on like at work when I meet someone new. I'm like, I want to know who I'm working with. I want to know my one of my coworkers said this funny joke about me. Like, yeah, when I met Nyleen, she's like, what's this? I was like, what's your social security number? Like, I want to know. I want to know everything. I'm I'm digging for facts because I'm like. If I work with you day in and day out, I should know, like, what... I feel like I should just know, you know, some bit about you, you right, know, right. and be like, oh, did you know this person? You know, you work with them. You're 
right there next to them, why don't you talk to yeah, them? You know, get to know them. That's definitely like I definitely feel you about and that. That is just wow, mind boggling. Like I just met you at the bus stop and you just told me the most intense personal experience of your life. Uh, did that just happen right now? But that's that's the beauty of uh, being able to connect with people. People being able to confide in you to tell you these things, right? I did actually. I did, I did. But they're moving right now because I don't have a retainer. But any Hoover day. Okay, so I have a jar and I have <laughs> I filled them like this. fun facts or just like Eileen, really? You're you're awesome. <laughs> okay, now you tell me one more time, because I really want. Well, wasn't again? That was really okay, good. So introduce. Okay, now you tell me one more time. Okay. Okay, so I have this jar, and I have fun facts about you. I have okay, okay, questions okay, tailored okay. to this you. Is the first one. So, if you were to have one superpower, what would it be? Don, don, don. If I were to have a superpower, oh my god, can I, do I have time to think about this one? You can pick another one. I know, I love this. I love this. I love this. No, um, I want you to pick more than one, though. Okay, this first one. If I were to have a superpower, what would I do? Okay, I don't know if this is a superpower, no, but I wish I really superpower. had, like, if I was, like, able to just sing every day. I don't know. <laughs> is that a superpower? But whatever. Um, I'll make it a superpower. I wish I could just sing every freaking day of my life. I feel like you do. I do. I <laughs> do. I love to sing, and um, every word that comes out of someone's mouth, I always find a song for that word. So kind of like a puzzle in my mind. Like, I love it. So I love to sing, babe. If I had a superpower, I would just super sing every day. I would. Like, karaoke every day of my life. I would love to sing every day. I know, like Alexa said in the Titan radio show, like, she got some pipes. <laughs> Favorite role model. Woo! Apart from my mom, right? Because I know that every, you know, one knows my have, mom. Like, but anyone in the industry? That yeah. Okay. Um, really good. Okay. Jorge Ramos is a super big dog in the industry for sure. He's, he's huge. Um, but Jorge Ramos, actually, what he does on a daily, he... He goes ahead and asks those questions that are super uncomfortable that a journalist would not like to ask at times because he makes the interviewee very uncomfortable. And um, some of the people that he has interviewed are like Fidel Castro, some of these uh, leaders that have are corrupt, and he pushes those buttons. So I admire that he has gone into some trouble as well, all for journalism. And that shows love, that shows that he's dedicated, and it just shows that, look, I mean, what he's willing to do to, to cover a story and to show the world, like, uh-uh-uh, I'm not going to just tell you, I'm, gonna just, I'm not going to just interview you. I'm going to go ahead and challenge you. You tell me why. Why are you doing this to our people? Why are you doing this to Venezuela? Why are you doing this to, to these people that are defenseless? So I love him. I love, love, love him. As journalists, it's really hard to go for the questions that no one wants to ask, but those are the most important, mm -hmm. definitely, and it's, like, pretty intimidating. And I think it's intimidating. You have to be ready, too, for them to, like, fight back because um, some of the times that we have been able to interview people who are, like, um, huge, right, with a huge name, they don't like it when you challenge them. They, they dislike that. So they'll probably come, come at you. You'll probably get into trouble. And those are the risks that we are we have to be willing to take.
as a journalist. Okay, one more. <laughs> I love this game. You have a lot of time. Dream job. <laughs> Do you have a certain network? Yes. Oh my god. Since I was a little girl, Univision is my dream, and I don't know why, but lately I've been seeing and visualizing myself in in uh, Miami, in Miami, Univision, Miami, which is like Miami, the epicenter is- of Univision. So Univision, Miami, anchoring, baby. Have you been to Miami? I have not, but I think <laughs> I do really well. <laughs> I think my personality would really enjoy that environment. I feel like it's very, like, like Cuban and, like, very Caribbean. And um, the weather is really warm, which I love. The beach is close by. And people are very verbal about their needs and wants. So I think that that would be just really fun. Yeah. That would be amazing. I could totally I could totally see your personality. <laughs> if I was like, yes, like Gabby, Gabby's here and you're going to know it because she won't let you forget. <laughs> Hilarious. Okay, next question. Family member you're closest to. I'm very close to all my, my siblings, but uh, my oldest sister is married with two kids, right? So she's a busy woman. I love her and I'm very close to her. My other sister is a entrepreneur, businesswoman, traveling the world. So I don't really get to talk to her as much. But I live with my youngest brother, Gabriel, and he's my best friend, and I love him so much. He's younger than I am, but he treats me as if I were younger than he is, and he protects me, and he's always giving me, like, love advice. (laughs) A 23-year-old giving me love advice or whatever that looks like. Well, I don't know, but um, he's loving, caring, and, like, he's my fan. He really is. He, He is, like, on social media. Just yesterday, I think Titan TV uh, went ahead and published my uh, IGTV video, and my brother was the first one to comment. So I love him. He's my cheerleader, love bird. I love him so much. He's I'm close to him. Yeah. And I will um, go ahead and introduce you to him. By the way. (laughs) I am. I know when you're like I have a brother. I know when you're like I have a brother. He's 23. You're like. Quote that helps you keep going. Okay, let me see if I remember it off the top of my head, but I read this a couple of weeks ago or like a couple of months ago, and I was just like, this quote, if, let's see if it is, if I knew, no, if I knew what I know now, if, like, okay, so it's, if you knew what you know now, you wouldn't be worrying about anything. So that resonates in my mind. I think about it all the time. So when I'm going through like something, let's say that like a hard day, right? And I read that and, it, and I read it. It's like, okay, if you knew what you know now, you wouldn't be worrying about this. I just think this is going to this is gonna like pass by. And I'm going to be better tomorrow. Right. And boom, I just go ahead and wash things off like that. Because I'm just thinking to myself, wait, hold on. I went through a couple of hardships in life already and I'm here. I'm still, I'm still. Jenny from <laughs> So I'm like, okay, it's not from the bottom now I'm here, you know? So I'm just like, okay, great. Like, that quote is beautiful. I recommend that one to everyone. (laughs) When you posted um, the picture on Instagram about your San Diego internship at Univision, and your mouth is open, and I told him, I was like, I can hear this photo. I can hear her going, yes! Yes! Oh, my gosh, you were laughing. I just, wow, that picture, um... I couldn't wait to tell everyone. Uh, it was, I had to choose between Univision Palm Springs and Univision San Diego. And I was just debating like where God help me please, you know, because during the winter, 
I was so afraid of not getting an internship, you know? I was like, I was so afraid that I was not going to land an internship. And I thought to myself, wow. So then a couple, a month later, I had to choose between two. And I just thought, wow, God, thank you. This is a blessing. So whenever you're going through a difficult moment, don't worry. Keep thriving. Work through it because there's blessings on the other side of the tunnel. And, um, well, that picture means a lot to me, honestly. When I posted it, I just felt like, wow, this is really happening to me. Univision is my dream job. I'm getting one step closer. I got this. I got this. Yeah. One step commute. I commute um, three times a week, and it's two hours to get there and two hours back during the time that, you know, I love to talk, babe. So, <laughs> no, no. I'm so, like- I commute and I talk and I prepare myself and I enunciate along the way. Oh, okay. So, you practice. Um, I practice just for my reports whenever I, I go ahead and start building a package I start just enunciating my words just to just get better and I I just like I also listen to podcasts along the way so that I can hear their voices and their, the ring and all that so that I can also find my voice so little by little I feel like I'm finding my journalist voice and it's getting more and more serious which is making me super happy about that but yeah and what does your day-to-day look like in your internship so I go in, I, okay, I wake up at five. What days do you go to? Uh, Monday, Wednesday, and Fridays. Tuesday, Thursdays, I'm here on campus. So uh, I wake up at five, I leave by seven, and I'm at, in San Diego at about 9.30-ish. So sometimes it takes two hours and a half. So 9.30, I'm there already, and I just go over everything I have to do before I go in because I have to start at 11.30. So by 11, I'm already walking into the, into the doors of um, Univision San Diego and just preparing for the day. But um, the, my day looks like I'm actually covering the Sino 2020, which is the presidential elections locally and on nationwide as well. So what I do is basically I look for all the information on each candidate, what they're offering, the propositions and whatnot, and being able to gather that information and then translating into Spanish so that they can go ahead and interview these uh, candidates and feature them on local news so that the community can get more involved and and get to know these candidates, right? So that's exactly what I do on a daily. The first three hours of my internship, the last three hours, they go ahead and allow me to go into the newsroom and I go ahead and help them out with whatever it is that they need. So just yesterday, I was doing teleprompter and it was my first time. I was like, oh my God, oh my God. So. It's like the real deal. Yeah. They're very important. Yeah. And one time I was trying to do it and they got a new one in the Titan TV studio. I was doing a Titan sports show and I was just messing it up. I was like, oh, wait. Um, and it's like, it's so vital to the show. And it's like, okay, you can't do teleprompter. And it's like, well, I'm sorry, exactly. Corey. Like, <laughs> you guys got a new system and it's messing up with my but it was so difficult and i was just thinking to myself god please help me because they're on live it's a live show it's their night show i'm like oh my god and the teleprompter it's a little cute little wheel and if you let it go it will definitely scroll all the way down so there i am Univision San Diego, they're going live, their news at 6 p.m. I'm trying my best to scroll down for the teleprompter, and I'm so nervous that my palms are sweating, and I'm scrolling little by little, little by little, little by little, and um, I don't know how I survived, but there was one point that, thank goodness, they weren't live, and I scrolled down, and it rolled all the way down to the last story, and I was like, excuse me, I'm sorry. (laughs) 
So yeah, definitely being able to work with people who are in the industry. Doing teleprompter is no joke. I'm not gonna lie. I thought to myself it's gonna be easy. Yeah, I got this. Yeah, when I was like rolling the wheel or pushing the wheel up and down, up and down, it was no joke. And you know more than I do that teleprompter is hard. So yes, I definitely know when the stakes are so high on a network like yes. that. It's like because it's live sweating. TV, and if you mess up, you're an intern. Like you can't do this one job. I was sweating and I was smelly too because I was just so nervous, honestly. But any, I made it through the wilderness. I was now I have to so practice. Nervous. I'm not gonna lie. What's your favorite show to do at Titan TV? You're a great anchor Thank and you. reporter. Thank and you. what shows? So do you do? the rep- I worked on the report last semester. I was an anchor. And I love that show so much. I was anchoring for the report. So basically what we do, we every week we we talk about world news, okay? And we debate about it. And we go we go at it, right? My opinion against like Ryan's opinion and everyone else. There's like four of us. So that really helped me a lot to voice my opinion and to kind of like stand for the Latino community. And I thought, oh my God, I like this. I like this so much, right? Uh, then after this semester, unfortunately, I'm only here twice a week because I'm in San Diego, like the whole entire time. So I got the opportunity to be the, the, I don't, the presenter anchor, I don't, it's not an anchor, but the presenter for Titan Weekly, which is something that I need in my life. Honestly, it's so awesome. IGTV, fast beat, super, super like, um, hip. And I'm really glad that I was chosen to do the IGTV for Titan Weekly. It's something that I've been wanting to do. And I always do everything in Spanish, right? So this is great to do this in English. It helps a lot. You're so good in both languages. Like, you know how, I'm not saying that there's anything wrong with an accent by any means, you know, be proud, but your enunciating is so good and your Spanish flows like oh my gosh it's it's amazing i'm gonna play a clip from gabby's igtv video hey guys i'm gabriela martinez and you're watching titan weekly this week we'll be highlighting some fresh entertainment and csuf news let's get started the world woke up to news of nba all-star kobe bryant's death on the morning of the 62nd oh you look so good you sound Thank you so much, but I'm working on my English accent, definitely, because I practice my Spanish way more than I do my English. So at the moment, um, I'm trying my best to read more in English because I everything my whole life is. In That's really true. I've seen your um, stuff. Ev- um, everything is in my phone is in like Spanish. So everything's in my car is in Spanish. Okay, so like everything that has to do with Gabby is in Spanish. So. I'm trying my best to turn the wheel and be more on the English side or balance it out so that I can go ahead and like work on my accent. I hear my accent a little bit, but I like it. Okay. I like it. <laughs> How do you have so many social media followers? Like even before you came to Fullerton, like what was your online presence like? Okay. So I just got, I just started um, in this world of social media in May of last year. Yeah, um, I was not in, on social media because I just wanted to disconnect completely. I was finding myself, like I told you, I was finding myself. But I got on in May. And, um, well, to be honest with you, because I go back to Mexico a lot, 
I started off with those people that I know, like my friends from Mexico, um, my family members. We, we have a large family and that's they all have, follow that's me. That's <laughs> <laughs> and then when I started um, here at Cal State Fullerton, I like to network with people. And when I meet someone and we connect, oh, they're always like, oh, Gabby, do you, are you on social media to keep up with me or with what I do? And I'm like, yeah, of course. So boom. And, and honestly, every all of my following is people that i meet randomly on the streets here on campus or any event that i go to i make sure that i network and that i at least leave with like everyone's ig or facebook and that helps a lot yeah i know i know when i first saw you in an lj meeting and i saw you from across the table and you know you had your makeup done we were doing headshots that day and then i somehow found your instagram later and then I was like, dang, like, who is this girl? I'm like, she looks so certified. I'm like, are you sure she's a student? And I'm like, you have your headshot right there. Fire. <laughs> I hang around with Brisa a lot. She always says fire. But yes, <laughs> you're always just coming in hot. Yeah, I know. When you say boom, that's how the one, that is the one word I would use to describe that Gabby. Boom. My friend is a photographer and makeup artist, and he has helped me build like some of the like pictures that I post online too. So it helps. But um, I just think just being genuine, being yourself and letting people see your true colors, it helps you connect with people and they want they want to see more of you because you're real, you know? I, I love that. You're LinkedIn. This is such a weird topic, but it's I'm <laughs> genuinely wondering about this because I think when I first connected with you, you had like a hundred something connections, yeah. and then I checked it. I, I looked at it again because yeah. I'm always I'm always looking on LinkedIn. You know, I'm gonna get yes, that career. Get that career. <laughs> and you had like two fifty, and then I just checked recently. You had four hundred. Yeah, yeah. Do you just I, send wow. like one hundred? I sent them. Um, a LinkedIn request and that was like basically people from Cal State Fullerton like that I knew like from uh, LGI LCI and from Latino journalists and then all of a sudden when I started uh, posting videos of my work I started getting people from Fox people from Warner Brothers people from like randomly right little by little then sending yeah yeah requests and I started accepting like oh yeah anyone's welcome here and then um and then now that I'm at Univision more like I started getting more a little more traffic on my on my LinkedIn but I accept everyone that ha that has any something to do with the journalism world you know in the industry so if I do see that they're like a direct news director or whatnot I always accept them but that's how it all started it all started with with CSUF people and every time I would go to an event boom LinkedIn 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 and it has helped so so much yeah as for all of you, if you're not on LinkedIn, and if you, I feel like it just genuinely helps, especially if you're a comm major, our industry is all about connections that you make, and it's so vital. If, and also, like, if you, I feel like so many people here, they don't um, capitalize on their social media, and so many people here, we have amazing students here in the comm department, and it's like, market yourself. Oh my gosh, you just did a freaking cool story, badass exactly. story for class. Exactly. Post it. You know, get people looking at you. Yes. And even if you're not looking for a job, this person, when you are, they're gonna be like, Oh yeah, connected with you for about a year, always on always on it. Because you need to show. You you can't be like um at Camp News when they were talking about how 
social media and it's like you could be the greatest producer the greatest mm-hmm. anchor but if you're the you're biggest here. secret in the world no one's hiring you you're no one's here. looking at you Big no time. one because you're not showing them I you know, have to be I, the biggest show off in this definitely. industry definitely oh my god I, about that like you're all about yourself like you're always posting about yourself i'm like honey if i don't if i'm not my own cheerleader who will be my cheerleader and if you don't show you them, don't, who's, gonna show gonna find, who's gonna find you who's right. gonna find you if yeah. you don't show them and babe i've gotten hits on instagram and facebook because i post my work there like people are finding out about gabriela martinez because of facebook and instagram basically also my internships were thanks to instagram and facebook because they were like you don't even have to send a resume we already saw your instagram and facebook i'm like wow how did you get i'm like wow how did you get your internships and what what was yeah. what made you decide on san diego versus palm springs yeah. on lci page networking so i know that i want to be sidebar um lci is the latino communications institute here at school it's honestly open to any race any ethnicity but predominantly it's a lot of first generation students because we don't have that network of being able to go home and get professional advice from our parents because all of us are first gen college students or first generation here in general so it's a really loving community about like journalists or you know pr people or advertisements okay definitely so let me tell you how it all started so we have a facebook page right a private facebook page and i take advantage of that 100 okay so i want to be in univision i want to be there and i thought to myself okay so that makes me uh narrow down my my uh, options right so I went ahead and went to the LCI page and I looked at every one that was associated with Univision. And I went ahead and, e- and sent them a message. Hey, I'm looking for an internship. Um, I'm currently at Kelsey Fullerton, blah, blah, blah. My elevator pitch. People responded. People helped me out. Oh, yeah, really? Oh, you're an, you're an LCI? Yeah. Oh, you too. Okay, great. Yeah, can we talk? Let me have your phone number. Let's talk. Boom. Like, you'd be surprised how willingly people are to help you and they're in the industry already and that's exactly what happened i went ahead and found out who was who from lci was at univision san diego and palm springs i contacted them they went ahead and gave a really good word with their news directors and boom they looked at my they actually you know stalked me on social media looked at my instagram facebook and we're like oh this girl's serious like she she's on it and um boom that was it cute little interview on the phone they they met me in person they're like all right let's do this so yeah did you ever send in a resume yeah yeah, yeah. so um after the after the conversation we had on um on social media i was like let me go ahead and send you some of the links for my demo reel and whatnot and when i did that i sent them my uh, cover letter my resume my social media handles i sent them everything all about gabby so that they can see what i'm all about and then after that well yeah social media is so big it's amazing platform social media is like double-edged sword and it's yeah, I know it's a double-edged sword too because right. you gotta be careful what your what your your content your what you're exposing about Especially, yourself too. Yeah, so I think that right now at this moment in my life, I'm trying to find that medium between like I want you to know, take me seriously, but at the same time I'm real. I want yeah. you to see me singing, you know. I want yeah. you to see you like I want you to get to know who I really am behind that like facade of of a journalism world you know i'm not just like a journalist i'm not a reporter but i'm also real like look at me like i go to quinceañeras you know i want to show that too so i want to i'm looking for that happy medium between like 
my personal life and then like professional life as well and i want people to take me serious so it's a little it's kind of hard but yeah it definitely is hard to find that and especially i feel like i've come across so many people in like that have gone to school here and i know that they're like a great anchor reporter you know but i don't really know much about them but i feel like with gabby the most the best thing about her she's amazing at what she does but oh my god she lights up a room she puts on a show she's gonna let you know but gabby's awesome i want to leave off in these words um i just want everyone to know that I think it's important to for people to get to know who you really are. I know I said that already, but I want to say it one more time. I've met so many really talented people, and I'm just like, I'm bored. Like, you're boring. Like, who are you? You're fake. Like, why? You know? And usually these people don't really inspire others to continue on and living their dreams. But when you're truly authentic to yourself, when you find your voice and you're just real, people connect with you just simply and solely because you're being yourself. And they love that. They gravitate towards you. And they want to see more of you because you're so real. So I think that as a journalist, be yourself. I've heard so many people trying to be Jorge Ramos already. So many people trying to be these like you know, have the voice of these amazing uh, journalists. That's, um, that's good. But find your own voice. Find your platform. Find who you really are and show others who you are and people will follow you and gravitate towards you. And I feel like that's just so true for any industry. Like, everyone has their own role models and who they want to be. And it's like, honestly, I feel like I've, I used to say I want to be like Juliana Rancic. I want to be like Aaron Lim. But now I'm like, drop that. I want to be better than anyone I've ever looked up to. And I want to be the one. Like, because I'm just, every day, like, your dream changes and then you discover new things. And I think it's really important to, like, hold on to that. So that's all for today. Uh, I want to thank, thank Gabby you, again. Where, where can we follow you? Where can we follow you? Gabby TV News with one B. So G-A-B-Y TV News. And um, yeah, follow me and I'll show you a good time. <laughs> she won't let you forget that you're following her. <laughs> she won't let you forget that you're following her. Because, you know, um, follow me at Nyleen Garcia with an S-E-E-Y-A because so I'm dumb and extra. Thank so. you so much for the invitation. I, 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 thank you. Okay. Hall of Fame